said, why are you persecuting me? So Christ is still on the cross. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. You're listening to Behold the Man with your host, Joe McLean. Whatever gains that I have had, I consider a loss to me. Because of knowing Jesus, I've accepted losing everything that I may be found in here. I will sing a new song to Ah, buenos dias, que tal? Welcome back to Behold the Man. I'm your host, Joe McLean. It's great to be back with you again this week. Uh, this week, we're going to be covering a bit of a, a potpourri. It's called Freestyle. I'm going to catch you up as to what's been going on and sort of look down the road a piece as to what's coming up and then cover some general topics, topics that, that folks tend to contact me about on a semi-regular basis, such as, you know, pornography addiction and, and other addictions, you know, abuse uh, from in the marriage and the spouses and, all, and apologetic topics such as Jesus Christ truly present in the blessed sacrament or confession to a priest or why do you pre you Catholics call your priest father? You know, so depending on how much time we are uh, able to get through all of this material will depend on what we actually get to. So why don't we say our intro prayer and get right to it. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory and praise be to you, almighty God. We come before you again to praise your holy name. We pray, O Holy Father, that you will send forth your Holy Spirit to guide us in this discussion, to lead us ultimately to truth, which is you, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We pray to be transformed by your very life, your presence in our midst. We thank you for the gift of the sacraments that you have bestowed upon us through your church, which is the body of our Lord Jesus Christ. We ask that our Holy Mother also guide us along this path of sanctification, guiding us to her Son as we, as we make our sojourn in the wilderness, feeding upon miracle bread from heaven. For a true new Moses has come to guide the new Israel. 
his body, the church. And we pray that God may guide every move we make, that God grant that I may serve him, that God give me the courage to be a saint today. May God provide for the needs of my family. May God bless my employer and guide them in their vocation and call to serve Jesus Christ in the new evangelization. I lift up all those whom have asked me for prayers, and I ask Our Lady to intercede for them. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. St. Padre Pio, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, that intro song was Sing a New Song by Daniel Rose. And you can find a link to her site on my site at www.catholichack.com. You know, uh, I haven't played a Daniel Rose song since episode number eight, so it's been a while. And I thought, you know, it's, it's just about time to bring her back on the show. So I hope you enjoy that. And I hope you stop by the website and check out her link, as well as a link to the show notes for this episode and, and all of the Behold the Man shows. I, I post the show notes there with links and uh, and just a, an outline of what the show is about. So in case you want to dive deeper on that particular topic, it's all right there at catholichack.com. Now, uh, just to get us going here, this is a freestyle show, so I didn't prepare a whole lot for this episode. There's uh, several topics that I want to bring up and talk about in some general way, but for starters, let me do some housekeeping. Many people don't even know that I record this show live, usually every Sunday evening. It's live on Ustream, and you can find a link to that at my website, catholichack.com. Look for episode number 70. It'll be called Behold the Man Freestyle. And basically, it's on Ustream under Catholic Hack. Now, if you have feedback for me, there's several ways with which you can give that feedback to me. You can... Give me a call. Leave me a voicemail message at 713-568-6277. That's 713-568-6277. Or you can send me an email at catholichack at gmail.com. That's all one word. Catholichack at gmail.com. Plus, there's Facebook, there's Twitter, there's LinkedIn. I mean, there's any number of ways. You could leave comments on my website. Uh, you could leave reviews on iTunes. All are great ways to to get in touch with me and let me know how this show is either helping you or hurting you. <laughs> either way would be good feedback, I guess. But I would love to hear from you. In particular, are there any topics that you would like for me to cover? Something that you've wanted to hear more about? Why don't you let me know and possibly I can line that up for a, a future show topic. So that's the general housekeeping. Now, you know, last week was a, a good week. I was able to give a talk at the University of, of Houston Law Center with the St. Thomas More Society. I entitled the talk, Law of Love, Why the Cross? In general, I was trying to link the Garden of Eden to the Garden of Calvary. As we have come to yet another uh, Valentine's Day, we are surrounded by this secular concept of, of love through these I grant sincere wishes of affection, you know, through cards and chocolates and, and roses. We give these to the ones we love just as a token of, of our sincere affection for them, our love for them. In and of themselves, there's nothing wrong with it. 
My point is that it lacks depth, though, because generally speaking, we have no clue what love truly is. And to dive deeper on that subject, I ask the question, why the cross? I mean, if God is God, why does God not snap his fingers and redeem man? Why instead did he condescend himself to take upon flesh, to live amongst the lowest of the low? I mean, think of all the, the, the disease and the smell and, the, and just uh, the, the inhumanity of living amongst the poorest of the poor. I mean, this is the very life of Blessed Mother of Trace of Calcutta, that she devoted herself to raising up the poorest of the poor, giving them dignity. Our Lord lived amongst those folks. But this is God. Why condescend himself to allow himself to live amongst the poor and then to be beaten, you know, derided, scoffed at, his, his beard ripped on, his skin ripped off of his bones, nailed to a tree, to drown in his bodily fluids for hours, to die an agonizing death. For us? Why? Love. Love is the answer. But it's not the kind of love that this world will tell you. An emotional love. A feeling you know, I love you because it feels good. Because you make me feel good, I love you. No. Love is a complete and total gift of self. God loved us so much that when we nailed him to that cross, he begged God to forgive us. Are you prepared to do that for the ones who nail you to a cross? Who beat you? Who tear your flesh? Who ask you to drown in your own bodily fluids? In other words, for those who persecute you, are you prepared to beg God to forgive them, like St. Stephen did? Because at the heart of that is the total gift of self for someone else. It's about love. And interestingly enough, it, this topic is going to lead into something I'm going to do next week, or this coming week. Well, this coming week is going to be a very busy uh, week for me. Before I get too far, you can find both the video and the audio of that talk, Law of Love, on my website at catholichack.com. But this week, I'm I'm traveling up to Dallas, uh, Fort Worth area to promote the next Fullness of Truth conference. Uh, Fullness of Truth is the uh, nonprofit ministry with whom I work full-time. They are a Catholic evangelization ministry. We host Catholic conferences within the state of Texas, generally speaking, uh, two or three a year. This next one is featuring Dr. Scott Hahn, Dr. John Bergsma, and Dr. Michael Barber. It's called Thy Kingdom Come, Unlocking the Gospel of St. Matthew which is interesting because we are in the year of uh, the Gospel of St. Matthew at Mass. So at Mass, you're hearing this Gospel proclaimed to you. I mean, just this past weekend, we heard that famous Sermon on the Mount, our Lord giving us the new law, like a new Moses. You know, he's basically taking the Ten Commandments and perfecting them, showing how in love we can find their perfection. You know, the Ten Commandments are hard enough to follow. Jesus Christ shows us that if our heart is not truly aligned, our perspectives aren't aligned with God, we could never achieve them. But when we align our perspectives with God, everything is possible. I believe it was St. Teresa that said, or St. Therese of Lisieux that said, I get everything I want because I want everything I get. 
It's about perspective. When you align your perspectives with God, the world becomes your oyster and you get whatever you want because you want everything God desires for you. And so God is so overwhelmingly willing to give it to you. Does that make sense? So no more will, will we ask for mansions and Cadillacs and, and money and, and the life of ease. No, instead we ask for holiness. As our Lord says in Matthew 5, 48, you know, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Or in Hebrews chapter 12, where he says, you know, seek holiness because without it, you cannot attain heaven. So when we align our hearts and minds with God, we seek holiness. We, we seek to be joined to him in eternity. The marriage feast of the Lamb, as we read about in Revelation chapter 21. And so this is St. Matthew's gospel that Dr. Scott Hahn is going to be breaking open and making it far more accessible to, to us lay folk. And, uh, and as everybody knows who listens to the show, I am a huge Dr. Scott Hahn groupie. And so you can uh, find more information about this upcoming family conference on our website at www.fullnessoftruth.org. It's April 30th and May 1st at the Arlington Convention Center. We're going to have Mass with Bishop Van, who is the ordinary of the Diocese of Fort Worth. We'll have Confession, Adoration. We have a youth track with Doug Barry, Eric Jenis, and uh, my good friend Jeremy Youngers and more. Uh, we have music with Eric Jenis and Dave Moore, another good friend of mine from Corpus Christi. We're going to have child care for ages one to nine. And now we're adding a Spanish track. So there's something here for everyone. So I encourage you to find more information and plan to attend. Bring your whole family. Uh, it's going to be a good time. We're also planning a, uh, a free clergy luncheon on February 23rd at the Crown Plaza in Arlington, Texas. So if you know any priest or deacon within the Diocese of Fort Worth or Dallas, invite them. Tell them to contact me at fullnessoftruth.org or at 877-21-TRUTH. I would love to give them a free lunch and talk to them about this outstanding event and what resources we have to offer to them and to their parishioners and to their flocks. So we're here to assist and and, and to be a, a guide or to be a help, actually, within the diocese. And we hope to communicate just that. So, so that's what's going on at the beginning of next week. And then towards the end of next week, I'm going to be heading to Miami. The John Paul II Film Festival has invited me out there to be a reviewer of, of one of their films. In fact, it's the film that's going to open the entire festival. The movie is called Out of the Darkness. It's a very interesting film. It's a documentary. And uh, according to their website, it says, quote, The incredible true story of Shelley Lubin and her journey from a life in the pornography industry to a life in Christ with important commentary from world-renowned experts, Dr. Judith Reisman and Dr. Richard Fitzgibbons. This new style of documentary charts the liberating power of love in the life of one extraordinary woman. So that links us to the topic that I was talking about last week, the law of love. 
And so this week, I'll be going to this film festival, giving a very short presentation on shame from John Paul II's Love and Responsibility, very akin to the talk I gave last year down in Corpus Christi with uh, Father Sam Medley in the lecture series on Love and Responsibility, which you can link to, or you can find a link to and listen to on my website at catholichack.com. Just go to the top, the links at the top, look for Book the Hack, click on that, and you'll see a link to all the talks that I have at least audio for, and you can listen to them free right there on the website. But what I would love to do is play for you the trailer to this film, this uh, documentary that I will be uh, reviewing this week called Out of Darkness. So let's, uh, let's take a listen to this. I was 24 years old when I went into the porn industry. I had been in the sex industry six years from age 18 to 24. My addiction to pornography uh, began at age 10 and ended at age 26. So the kids out there floating, how can I feel good about myself as a man? Ah, play sports, work out, get a lot of muscles, and use women. Pornography. I, I, I couldn't process them in, other, in any other way than how I was using them. You're putting that performer in a tremendously risky place. In the sex industry, every single day was traumatic. Every single day was foom, foom, foom. You, you, you almost feel suicidal on some level. So the cameras started rolling and um, I took over the scene. I, I, I was split. I know I was split. I had like little Shelly and then I had like big Shelly. And little Shelly's like, and big Shelly's like, stop it. Stop crying. You're not going to cry here. You're going to tough it out. You're going to be the next hottest porn star, like he said. But I remember getting really... Uh, Drunk and high that night. This was not what our world was like. We're hardwired fundamentally to connect with human beings. I finally got out of porn and the mess I was in um, by crying out to God. We're all on a journey to find people we can really trust and give ourselves to. God sent this amazing man in my life named Garrett, who was a pastor's son. Pastor's son marries porn star, go figure. Kept praying, Lord, help me to be a sincere gift to my wife. Lord, help me to love her the way you want me to love her, the way I was intended to love her. There is a higher purpose to, for why we're here. There is a, a deeper meaning to our life. You know what it's about? You know what I figured what I figured out that success and true happiness is serving others. These are beings who are deeply loved by God. If we can view other human beings in that way, then yeah, we do see their, their goodness and their grandeur. The film is called Out of the Darkness. Love is the answer, it says. It looks to be a very powerful documentary. 
and I'm very much excited and looking forward to watching it. In fact, uh, one of the voices that you heard in there was a good friend of mine. His name is Mark Hauk, and he's one of the founders, him and a buddy called Damian Wargo. The two of them got together, and they, they founded this men's ministry within the church called The King's Men. You've heard me talk about this program uh, many times here on the show, and it's a great resource. I link to it. I promote them as much as I possibly can uh, because they are making some magic happen with men in formation, you know, catechizing men, showing them at the way to becoming leaders, protectors, providers, priests, prophet, and king, you know. Uh, you, you see within the church the, the pro-life movement, which is powerful and so very much needed. You see men and women going out and praying in front of abortion mills, praying, begging God to, to put an end to the slaughter of the innocent, to convert the workers within the building. They don't hate, they love. You see many Catholics praying in prisons and trying to you know, lead prisoners, even those on death row, to a life of conversion, to save their souls, because this is needed, right? How many Catholics do you see standing out in front of an adult uh, DVD shop? Okay, how, how, many, how many Catholics do you see standing out in front of strip clubs, praying God, begging for conversions to put an end to this filth in the community? I can tell you it just doesn't happen. But these men are different because that's exactly part of what they do. They go out and they lead other men to go to these kinds of facilities, which are not only destroying these women, but they are destroying the men. And so for Satan, it's a two-for-one special. He gets to destroy the men. He gets to destroy the women. And as a bonus, Satan gets to destroy their families and their children and their children's children. Because let me tell you, this is generational. I myself in my own testimony ha have talked about this many times. I inherited pornography from my father when I was a boy. My father inherited it from his father when he was a boy. Is that any mistake? Of course it isn't. That's the nature of sin. When we allow it to infiltrate our lives, our very homes, it works its way in like the snake in the garden and destroys us from the inside out. Now, I love the fact that part of the motto of this film, part of the title is, Love is the Answer. For when Shelley turned to God, she found a way out, the light in a very dark place for her. Love was that light. Love is that person. It is Jesus Christ. For God is love. 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. So this leads me to a topic that I get to talk about a lot because people ask me all the time. You know, how do I overcome the pain and the agony of betrayal? You know, when my spouse has hurt me because they cheated on me, they committed adultery, or they were addicted to pornography or other addictions. I mean, where is the justice in all this? I mean, can't I just divorce them? Why not? Wouldn't it be better? And aren't I the victim here? You know, there is a better way. What is that better way? The question is, what would a saint do? How about what would God do? The very model of marriage that we are given in Scripture is God. 
Even in the Old Testament, on several occasions, God tells the people that he will be their husband and they will be his spouse. In the New Testament, St. Paul makes it extremely clear in Ephesians chapter 5, linking us to our our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in marriage, that our Lord will be our, our spouse, that he will be our groom and we are his bride. I mean, uh, Revelation chapter 21, again, as I said earlier, is very clear on that. We are married to God, unified to Christ our Lord. He is the bridegroom and we are the bride. But be careful because nothing unclean can enter into that union with God. And God wanted to teach his people a lesson. When God brought them out of Egypt and through the wilderness and, and put up with all the grumbling and the betrayal, and then we get, we're given Deuteronomy, and you know, we, we see all the curses to a, a broken covenant being doled out upon this stiff-necked people. And he puts them into the promised land and sets them up into a kingdom. He gives them an anointed one under King David and his son Solomon and the line of kings that come after him. But over and over and over again, they fall from grace. They betray God. They turn their hearts back. In fact, northern Israel, the the northern ten tribes, started to worship the golden calf again in the promised land, setting up calves in various places. So when you read the minor prophets, you see a theme coming over and over again. Basically, it goes something like this. God says to his people, Israel, Judah, Back to the wilderness you go, where I will purify you. Not because I hate you, but because I love you. I will send you back to the thorns and the thistles, that you will work the land, toiling and sweat from your brow, dropping on the ground to bring forth its fruit. Because I am your husband, and you are my bride. In fact, we looked at uh, the book of Hosea, This minor prophet is told by God himself to marry a prostitute and to have children. And he does. And two of those children were named not my people and not pitied, not pitied and not my people. I mean, what kind of names are those? These were, these were, this was an effort by God to show the people what it's like to be God. Married to an ungrateful spouse, a spouse that hurts him, that betrays him, that sleeps around on him, that commits adultery, that lives a pornified life, lust-filled, selfish, self-centered, turning your back on your spouse constantly. And then at the first sign of trouble, nailing your spouse to a tree so that he can die. That is our model. And Hosea had to marry that prostitute and had to endure all the pain and the agony of being betrayed just so he can have a a taste of what it's like to be God. So what's the answer if you're that spouse who's so betrayed? Well, the answer is to be like Christ. Divorcing your spouse, of course, because justice is yours, right? Wrong. For Christ, even though he was betrayed by us, he never divorced us. In fact, he took upon the broken covenant, all the curses that Adam brought to all of mankind, the thorns, the the thistles, the nakedness, the abuse, took it upon himself, stayed true to us, and on that tree begged God to forgive us, his cheating spouse. So if you are in a situation 
where your spouse is in pain or has caused this kind of pain, rather, has caused this deep resentment within you to well up, this anger, this frustration within you to rage, turn your eyes to Christ on the cross and realize that for you is called sainthood. For you to be like a saint, you are to pray them into heaven. You are to pray for their conversion, that they will turn their hearts back to God and back to you. That is your call. That is your vocation. For that is why you swore a covenant oath between you and your partner, witnessed by God. You have an opportunity at sainthood. Don't look at this as a negative. I know it's hard, and this sounds crazy, but look at this as a positive. Look at this as an opportunity to become more like a saint today by sacrificing. For you, every single day is Lent. Are you offering up sacrifices for your spouse that has betrayed you, has hurt you? Why not? Sleep on the floor this week. Put a pebble in your shoe. Fast from food this week, at least one, maybe two times a day. Pray constantly for this spouse, that God will take your prayers and unite them to Christ on the cross, Colossians 1.24. I fill up that which is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, the church. For that is Ephesians 5, that Christ and us are united in the one flesh union through the Eucharist, that we are one. We are his body, the church. That is your model in marriage. That is your model in life. For you have an opportunity when you have been wronged to become like a saint and to pray the one who wronged you into heaven. Oh, how the angels will rejoice at your your model, at your sanctity that you exhibit on this earth. See, I didn't even get to half of what I wanted to get to, but that's that's the nature of the show. It's called a freestyle today on Behold the Man. You can find the show notes to uh, today's episode, which will include some stuff on the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist and call no man father and confession to a priest, all at catholichack.com. Look for episode number 70, and uh, it'll be uh, called Freestyle. So until next time, I'm praying for you. So please pray for me. May God richly bless you. From the Catholic Underground. Please come.